I got one question to ask. I just got home from work. And um, I put a song on that I haven't heard in some time now. And by the time I got to the parking lot, and I lift my hands to Jesus because he... He pacifies my soul. He holds me in his arms. He lets me know that he loves me. He makes a way out of no way. I needed a car so bad. Because I, I lost my car in 2018. So I had to call on. I had to call Instacart and ShopRite. And it looked like I had a lot of money doing all that getting those instacart people to come here and spending money but it, i didn't have the money i just it was a necessity and that's why i was doing it and then they started messed up on my order leaving my food out there on the ground and things like that so i just said i need a car i need a car father i need a car i need a car so one lady told me one time, she said, you got to be a little aggressive. Well, she was talking about with my father. That's the, When I say my father, I'm talking about my father. I'm not talking about my dad on earth that buy me a car. I'm talking about my father in heaven, the creator. That's what I call my father. That's what I call my papa. That's what I call daddy. And I said, and, I, and so I, she said aggressive. And at the time, I wasn't ready to speak to my dad out of terms or, or raise my voice at, at uh, Father Divine. I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't ready to do it. You can hear my voice. I wasn't, I wasn't ready to do that. I didn't, I didn't think that was proper. But I realized that you have to do that. Because it, it has to quake the soul. It has to be something that's... You need it so bad that you, you, you're hollering out, Abba, Father, I need, I need this. And so one day I just went and checked my credit score. And I said, well, I'm just going to try it. I'm just going to see if they approve me. If they don't, at least I know. And then I was, I was approved for a, a considerable amount. And I said, well, I can't go overboard because I just started back to work. So I, I looked at the selections that they gave me to look at. I mean, to take a look at the car dealership. So I picked the closest one to where I was living at. I liked the way the car looked. When I saw it in person, I liked it even more. When I, when I, when I saw it, I, and I got it. I got the first car. I got the car that was on the picture, in other words. I printed out some, some cars. One was in the area where I live at. One was um, Pennsylvania. One was in uh, close to Williamstown or Turnersville. So I said, well, let me just go to the one closest to me. And and when I when I saw it, I, I just, guys, I just got that, I just got the car. And I was approved for the car. I didn't really have the money. And then here we go. I didn't really have the money. I When I tell you I did not have the money once I was approved, but even though the loan was the approval of the loan was taken care of, like I can go and say, hey, this is what I was approved for. There still were some things that I needed to get that I didn't have the money for. 
but God made a way out of no way. Well, my father made my father made a way out of no way. My father. I'm a, some people have a problem with somebody mentioning God. And they they say, well, I wonder what God they're talking about. Well, let's. I'm going to narrow it down. My father, my father made a way out of no way for me. And then I heard something uh, uh, the other day. I heard some talking. Well, not the other day. This morning, I heard some talking about she's going to lose everything. Like in my apartment. So I had to say the devil is a liar. Because before I lose something that God gave me, and, and God made a way for me. To, I keep saying it. See, it's a bad habit. It's a bad habit, guys. My father made a way out of no way for me to have this car. It has everything I ever wanted in a car. Out of all the rental cars that I rented to get back and forth to work, a many a day, I rented a car to go to work in another state. I came into the rental office one day and she said, congratulations, you on the, on the president's list. That's how many cars I rented to go back and forth to work. Isn't it fitting? Isn't it fitting if I sacrifice almost all my paycheck to get to work to rent a car. Isn't it fitting that my father would reward me with a car? So if somebody's trying to say, I'm going to lose everything I have, I will sell everything I have except for the bare necessities that I need. That's the kind of person I am. But I want to get on this subject right here. And, you know, I, I, I cried. I cried because I was overwhelmed. I, I, I just can't believe the stuff that goes out goes on out, out there in the, in the streets. I cannot believe it. And at the same time, I was thankful, you know, and, and this morning on the way to work, not even going towards Philadelphia or anything like that, going the opposite way towards the country. Because you got to get past the country to get to Baltimore. That's that's the next city up, down the other way. It's uh, That's the way. That's east. I'm, I'm excuse me, west from where I live at. You're going, to reach, you're going to see a lot of country before you see Baltimore. And there was a, a crash, a bad crash. And, and, and you know what? It, it, it's, it's, it's sad. But at the same time, I'm sad. But I thank, I thank, I thank you, Father, for, for, for everything you do for me. Like, it's, it just makes me so sad. But I'm humble at the same time. And somebody said, somebody said, F being humble. Oh, no, I have to. And, and I, was, I wanted to ask the guy, why would, you, why would you say that? Like, I think he has seminars on that. But I have to be humble. I mean, other than being humble, you're a shark. So you go after and get what you need, get your money, get your coins and everything. I, I, I can understand that. But that's not my, that's not my testimony. I still love favor. Favor is the highest form of prosperity. I spoke about it before. It opens doors. It opens doors. Favor. It's what I desire. But let me just bring this fishing rod in a little closer to what I'm trying to say. Because I'm, I'm, I'm going on and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this trip, so to speak. Because I have something I want to say to you. We as African-Americans, you know, born here, African-Americans, African-Americans. And, and, you know, 
we're black, right? I want to I want to ask you a question. Do we have to have a black heart? Do we have to be so so black heart means a soulless to me. It means you have no feelings, you have no concern, you have no care for other people at all. And if it's something that you were not taught coming up, well, that's nobody's fault but your own. Because I'm going to tell you like this. I lost my mother at eight years old. I used to live in the hood. Okay. We used to be outside every day. I used to run up and down Ridge Avenue, North Philadelphia. I used to go back. I used to be on the out so fast. Go down. I would be on the, the whole Ridge Avenue to Broad Street from 1830 North 32nd Street. I used to run so fast. My mother didn't know I was gone. She thought I was outside somewhere. She didn't know I was all the way down there. You think she knew I was so far away from home? She didn't know. So I'm 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 from the I'm from I'm from the hood. But I just don't I just don't understand. I just don't understand. After the pandemic, everything went buck wild. Now I know they don't pull people over for small, you know, misdemeanors and, and stuff like that. But um Driving crazy, driving erratic, driving uh, with the, oh, my job, I I found out there's just so many different things. People are driving, people are driving around, like people should not be driving at all, but they're out there risking other people's lives. That that saddens me. Um, They have no patience to wait for people, give a person... You put your blinker on, they they see your blinker on, and they just speed up so you can't get over, causing all kind of uh, mayhem. And it's all racist. It's all it's all racist. I saw a car one time sitting up top of the doggone Meridi- uh, uh divider in the road, sitting up top. How how lucky was he? The car was sitting up on top of the Meridian. Not the meridian, you know, the, the thing, the, the the barrier in the road on Route 38 one time. Sitting up there, how, 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 I don't even like the word lucky. How blessed was he? I didn't see anybody in the car, but he was able to get up out of the car. You know, it was a young guy over here at the church. He said uh, his cousin, he was supposed to go out with his cousin one night. And he didn't go. He went up to the front of the church and he just kept crying. He kept no, not crying. Correction. He kept weeping and weeping and weeping. He just weeped for like five minutes. He might belong to that. And he said, after he dried his tears or tried to dry the 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 the, the rest of the tears drops from his eyes, he said, "I don't want to be with." Je-. He said, "I don't want to be without Jesus no more." I was supposed to be with my cousin that night. You know what? I put all my trust and my faith in my father. All of it. All of it. All of it. And I do wrong. I do wrong. I don't want to do wrong. I don't want to. I don't want to do. I don't want to do dusty wrong. I want to do clean right. But I just understand. Now I'm going to talk to to my African American brothers and sisters because some of them might say that I'm not. African-American, I'm not black because I'm a little bit on the light side with, with, with light brown eyes. That means nothing. I'm African-American. 
Ask the other racist, they'll tell you. I want to I want to know why does your heart have to be black? Why does your soul have to be black? Because we all have the same kind of blood. It's blue, right? Until, until you cut it and then it's red. Why does your soul, why does my brothers and sisters, why, do you, why does your soul have to be black? And I'm going to talk to young people right now. Just because you didn't grow up in a household where somebody taught you right from wrong doesn't mean that you can't learn it. Like I said earlier, I lost my mother eight. I lost my mother at eight years old. My father, yeah, he was very strict. He used to leave us home and go to New York City, play his trumpet. Leave us in the house for the whole weekend. Now, now, wouldn't you like to have that happen, huh? But we didn't have nobody in the house. Matter of fact, we went down the street and hung out with the 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 kids. They were all going to be doctors, but they didn't. Be, they were they were supposed to be doctors. They were straight A students. They were going to be doctors, but they decided to work at the post office. We used to go down there, hang out with them, and come back home. We want to. I mean, were, were we supposed to sit in the house all weekend by ourselves? Two growing girls, like thirteen and fourteen years old. I think I was twelve or thirteen, or thirteen or fourteen. Me and my sister ages. Were we supposed to sit in the house by ourselves the whole weekend? I'm glad that we had a, a, a safe place to go where, and I and I say it was a safe place. Nobody tried to molest us or hurt us or anything crazy to us. And then we would come back home. You know, I, 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 this, this is a contamination of the soul when people are, are, are being... Mean and cruel to one another is contamination of the soul. I, I, I feel like they abandoned the United States of America. I feel like they, they shot everybody up. And now it's mayhem and it's a, a, a hot mess out there. And nobody is seeing it. Well, nobody that I can converse with, that we can have a conversation about it. It's a hot mess out there. I feel so they abandoned us. They have abandoned the USA and nobody cares. It's like almost like lawlessness. And that's sad. Maybe part of my crime was because of that. I was weeping. You think I wanted my neighbors to see me in my car crying? I'm supposed to be happy right now. I got my own car to go to work. I don't have to spend over a thousand dollars. A month for rent for rental cars. I'm supposed to be happy. And I'm not gonna say that tomorrow I'm not gonna have my joy, or even in 30 minutes from now, I won't have my joy back. But some kind of mean spirited dark force contaminated souls. Trying to make me lose my joy. Trying to take my joy away from me. Now, this might be normal place and it might be common for everybody else. But common ain't cool. Common's not cool. Oh, that's just the way it is. You're just lonely. You just, That's why you're stressing out. Mm. Really? 
You think this is normal? You think what's going on out there in this world is normal? Then I need to move out of the United States completely and get my passport. If you think for one moment that what's going on out there in the United States of America is normal, I need to get my passport and go to an island with about some with some primitive people and never come back here no more. A friend of mine went to Thailand and said he, he's not coming back to crazy America. So hopefully, maybe his his son and daughter came over there to live too. And his mom, she's an awesome lady. Nobody wants to come back to America when they leave here. And I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. I, I really don't know. I don't see it changing. I think, like I said, after they shot everybody up, everybody just went buck-ass wild crazy, and, and it's, it's sad. It brought me to, it, you know, it brought me to tears. I'm not supposed to be sad right now. I'm supposed to be happy. I'm supposed to be happy because I have a way to get to work in another state. And and where I live, they don't have a, they, I don't understand why they don't have a bus to go from this state to the next. They don't, they don't have it. You know what? And let me tell you why they don't have it. Because nobody asks. You know, this is, it's this thing about asking for something to be done. Now, I know I didn't do it either, but nobody asked. Hey, do you have, can you, can you, can you, um, can you have a, can, is there a bus or can you facilitate a bus that could take us from uh, Wilmington, Delaware to Swedesboro, where all the jobs are? Can you facilitate a, a, a bus that take us in that area to, 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 to go to work? Or a bus that can facilitate transportation into Philadelphia to Claymont Station from a Wilmington, Delaware, so we can get to work in Center City? And you know what? Nothing's going to happen. You know, I'm going to end this. This is the longest one I ever made. I saw a little girl one time when I used to live in Jersey. I saw her. Her mother sent her to school. She had a book bag, so she was little, 11, 12 years old, something like that. She was... uh. Trying to get across Route 38. I was in the fast lane. I'm always in the fast lane. <laughs> not not really. Don't get me wrong. I, I just was in that lane because I was going to... I'm going a little bit further out. If I'm going further, I'll stay in that lane. Now, unless somebody's coming behind me and they want to... They, they're going faster than me. Then I'll get over. But I was in the fast lane. And the little girl made it halfway across. And then... Now she's getting ready to cross in front of me. So what I did was, first I, I, I was like, oh my God. Because I looked in my rear view and I saw a couple of other cars in the lanes next to me. They was back a little bit. They always back a little bit for some reason. I said, oh my God, she's not going to make it. So I stopped my car about 2,000 feet or 1,000 feet. No, no, about 2,000 feet because I saw her crossing. And I stopped. I said, well, maybe they'll stop. I pray they'll stop. So everybody stopped so the little girl could cross the street. So this is what I did with my wild self. Remember I told you the other day, I said, um, I don't want to get upset. I don't want to. I want to I I keep shining my light. I don't want to go to a dark place. 
uh, I'm going to call it condemnation and, and, and contamination because I don't want to contaminate this earth with any negative stuff. Even in a personal level, if I say something about myself negative, I don't even, won't even go there. But when I got, when that little girl crossed that street, I got on the phone. I don't know why I was driving and talking on the phone. I must have got to a red light, y'all, because I don't like nobody driving and, and, and texting. I, uh-uh. Oh, I hate that. And I know hate is a strong word. But I don't like when somebody's driving and texting, do you have a speaker phone or do you have a system in your car that you can speak to someone through your car? Because showing off holding your phone in your hand, it, it just just looks kind of weird to me. Just looks kind of, looks kind of, I'm trying to keep it, I'm trying to keep it PG. You know, I'm supposed to be anointed. I'm trying to, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But like I said, I must've got to a light because I cannot drive and dial no number. Okay. I call, I must've got information. I think before you can get information back then. So this was uh, 2003, 2004. So you probably can get information on your phone. You hit 411 or whatever. I don't know. I don't know y'all, but I sure wasn't dialing and I, like I said, I must have got to a light. I said, I want the number to the Cherry Hill mayor because I was in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And I went off about somebody's child, child's protection that was not my child. And I said, this little girl child was crossing the street at 138 all by herself and she could have got hit. I don't know what I asked for. About a year later or less than that, they put a barrier up. They put a barrier up, and I don't know if they got a crosswalk or you could walk across or not. I think they do, y'all. But when I got off that phone, I said, oh, my God, they're going to come get me. That's the kind of person I am. I, When I was younger, I used to just be that, we're going to call it little buck wild, but buck wild for the right reasons. Buck wild because I care about people. This is how much I care about people, and I know I shouldn't. They said, well, I was in Boscos one time. And this man, I ain't going to say what race he was, but he's going to say to me, he was kind of tall, so I ain't want to mess with him. <laughs> this is about four years ago, maybe five. He said, when are you going to stop being a good Samaritan? I said, how the heck do he know who I am? It's kind of scared me for a minute. <sighs> Y'all, I'm tired. Tired. Somebody, somebody gotta take up the slack. I, I will be talking about all the things I'm giving testimonies and things that I learned, but I, I'm I'm tired. I can't do it no more. I'm getting old. I can't. I know my dad. My dad didn't like drug dealers, and then, um, then my dad. Uh, I think these people were a little bit more. Um. I think they were uh, meth dealers. You, you don't mess with them. You don't mess with my dad. But you can't tell my dad not to mess with nobody. He was an emergency. He was a merchant seaman. They call a merchant marine. He was a green beret, and he was. That's what I. I, I got. That's what it was. A green beret. And a paratrooper. So two, two, four, two, two military sources, whatever. Green beret. That might be army. So Marines in the Army. So we'll say two. And the Green, Green Beret, the Ar Army, when he first went in, and then 
the merchant seaman, I used to call it, but it's, I think it's the merchant marine. Or the Navy. It could be the Navy. Merchant seaman might be the, they used to call it the Navy back then. Who knows? But, yeah. But I'm his daughter. But I, I, Shoot. I'm a little bit different. I'm a little bit different. I had to learn to call on Jesus and I call on my angels and I call on this. Well, I don't have to call on the soldiers. They're already there. And I already know that when I leave here that I'm going home. I already know this is a temporary place. And I already know that my steps are ordered. And I already know that I'm doing everything I possibly can. So when I was being a good Samaritan, I was doing what my soul told me to do. My steps were ordered. So that's why I was doing what I was doing. But I'm tired, y'all. I'm tired. Maybe because I, I was weeping before I came in today. And you know what? I'm kind of glad that I'm off tomorrow. I am. And, but I want to, I want to be able to go out and get some fresh air. You know, maybe see some water or something. Watch the boats go by. That's, that's what I could do on my budget. Can't take no vacation. But I'm sorry I, I took so long with this podcast. I just want us to like, you know, we all we all have different colors. We all bleed the same. We all are in this melting pot together. But I, I can't I can't force people to love one another. I can't even force people to respect each other. I can't even convince people to respect one another or care about one another. I can't do that. I can't do that. I just want, I just, I know that somebody has to represent my race. So I'm represent, representing my race right now. And I just want to know that just because we're black, we don't have to have a black heart. A black heart represents to me being soulless, being having no, no, no soul. It, to me, it's like a contamination and I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. And I know that's just my opinion, but. And, and, and I can have that opinion because I care about people. When I was working in the hospital on a hard floor for seven years, when I had to monitor 30 hearts, like 30 heart rate and rhythms, and then sometimes 80 when some of the girls went for a cigarette break. Now I'm watching 80. And you know what? When people were having, uh, we'll say PVCs, heart, heart rate in 180, when they was having winky bock, that's a, a blockage in the ventricles. When they were, uh, it's one winky bock, oh, winky bock is really bad. Okay. There's another one I forgot because it's been a minute. But this is the main one. This is the main one. When they were having asystole. It means that their heart stopped. No activity in the atrial muscle or the ventricular muscle. Do you know what I used to do for this complete stra- for many complete strangers? I would say the Lord's Prayer. Because it was my responsibility. God put me in that job for a reason. I mean, I'm sorry. My father put me in that job for a reason. Those jobs that I had over the years... He put me there for a reason. Do you hear me? This is heavy. It's heavy. 
always been heavy for me. Always. He put me there so that I can pray for them. And guess what? A lot of times they made it through. I would not skip over anybody. And I didn't even see these people. I don't even know what they looked like. All I saw was a heart that stopped. So you could be mad at me for what I said. You could be angry with me. But I'm, I have to be fearless in this perspective. And I have to say what I have to say. And I know, I know that it's probably not going to change the way it is going to be out there. Because... I mean, first of all, you got to look at, like, like, whose kids are those? Who are these young people? Who are these people? Even some of the old people. Some people ride around with oxygen tanks. Driving. Driving, y'all. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. No. Mm-mm. And you wonder, do they have a... a Anybody in their family that could drive them? Anybody care? Is there anybody that care enough to help reach out to someone who needs someone? You know, the Bible, this is the last thing I want to say because this is going into 30 minutes. The Bible says that there'll be a time when there'll be a separation, um, a separation of mother, father, sister, brother, and it goes on and on. I mean, we'll be separated, not caring about one another as we should. We don't already seen that happen already. Why does it have to be that way? It don't have to be that way. I, my heart cries out, Abba Father. It does. And I'm only, I'm going to end this podcast. This is this will probably be the longest one I ever do, unless I have a guest come on. Because we're supposed to be talking about relationships. But if we can't have a relationship with one another in meeting, in, 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 on, on the roads, or in the neighborhoods, and things like that, I, 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 just, I just don't know. I don't know where we're going. I don't know how this is going to work out. They, they keep saying this is the last days and times. And I don't really... Agree with it, agree with it to that perspective, but there is a time, and I know this for a fact. The earth knows how to heal itself. The earth will always go back to its formal state and then start all over again. You feel what I'm saying? It will always go back to its formal state. All water, or mostly water, maybe some land somewhere, okay, and then dry back out and then and then reroute itself and just flourish again okay that's history but what we do in the meantime if we don't find a way to respect or to love or appreciate one another then wherever we go is where we designated where we wanted to go okay that's where we wanted to go I already know where I wanted to go and I'm trying to do everything I possibly can to get there. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. And I just pray in the name of Jesus that I make it. And this is not some kind of a robotic journey for me. Well, actually, it can be a robotic journey. 
because I've been anointed um, like an alien type thing. And then some people might might know what I'm talking about out there. Maybe that's why I'm having so much trouble. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. I don't know. But I know I was really upset today, and I spoke a lot, said a lot about what makes me sad. But it's just me, and nobody cares about how I feel, right? I care about how you feel. I care about if you you're okay and you're safe. I care about your soul. I care about your happiness. I care about if somebody's watching over you, protecting you, keeping you safe. I care about that. Especially if you're a child of God. I do. I care. And on that note, I'm going to end this podcast. Love, peace, and mercy, and grace to us all. God bless.